0: Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery.
1: Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Hello, and welcome to another episode (laughs) of the 12th Step Podcast. My name is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. Tonight... We take the next step. Step nine. Step nine.
2: Step nine. Let me point out the most feared step in all of recovery work. Which, At means, least by me.
0: Which means Mike's going to do it.
2: <laughs> of course he's going <laughs> to do this it. This is the step. This is the step I distinctly remember sitting on the porch of our counselor. All of us sitting after after a group meeting, sitting there talking about getting a 12-step promise, a 12-step meeting going, and I said, there is no way in hell I'm going to a 12-step with step nine in my mind. <laughs> so uh, here we are talking about the, 12, the ninth step of 12 ninth steps.
1: Step. Now, yes. the ninth step very much goes hand in hand with step eight. Correct. And the ninth step is, made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Made direct demands to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Yeah. Now, you need to do a really, really good job on your step eight work so that you can start your step nine. Mm-hmm. You need to understand why the people are on your list. You need to be very honest about why they're on your list, you know, <clears throat> why you've put them there, and that you're owning your part of it. and so now it's time to start making amends, and what might that look like? What you said that you're most afraid of it. What about it makes you afraid? I, uh, well, I,
2: I, you know, I think I've mentioned a time or two that I feel like that the, the the wake of the damage that I've caused has been wide, very very wide and very deep, and that I've harmed uh, many people as a result of my selfishness and my behavior. Uh, I took advantage of a lot of people, uh, of their of their financial condition and their space uh to to satisfy my own my own uh selfish desires um and i recognize that now uh i also recognize the you know the multitude of women that were involved uh, as far as you know those that i either wanted to have an affair with or tried to have an affair with or groomed to have an affair or you know all the different things that went on there and i say multitude i mean you know however many they were i don't know but I mean I, but my point is is I got to get my arm around all of that and say now i to to apologize to reach out first of all, uh, I thought it was healthy behavior to sever those ties, and so now, and,
1: and it very likely was
2: it was, yeah, and now so to consider to consider a reaching out to them again um scares me to death first of all, and secondly b um. <clears throat> I mean, there's just a lot of behavior associated with all of that that was mm-hmm. hard, that was painful, that was hurtful, that uh, that I've I've largely buried because that's how I deal with it. And then I suspect mm-hmm. that's how many people deal with it: is just bury it, put it behind us, and say we'll never do that again or whatever. And so to open those old wounds up again scares me. It just simply does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that I've really. First of all, I'm not sure that even after four and a half years of working my recovery. That I'm in a place mentally to say, yeah, I'm willing and ready to tackle that. That's the first thing, because we have to become willing. That's the step A mm-hmm, work, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second piece of it is to say, okay, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm physically gonna go do something like that. That just scares the, de- that just scares me to death. Part of what the real reason I, that scares me so bad is I remember one time um, hopping on the internet and taking a look at, uh, and it's just one person's story, but. Um, I remember reading the story of a woman who'd been communicated by, who'd reached, who'd who'd, somebody in her past had reached out to her, an ex-boyfriend or lover or whatever it was the case may be. Mm. And uh, she was speaking. I mean, lots of email communication back and forth with all these friends like, ooh, my ex just contacted me kind of a thing. And just appalled at the fact that he'd reached out. And she started to explain what it was that he had done. He'd apologized to her that, uh, you know, his behavior, et cetera, et cetera. And she was just appalled that he had connected with her and said he was sorry and a few things like that. Um, And then somebody had the wisdom to write in and say, it sounds like he's doing some step work as part of his recovery. And that, for whatever reason, didn't change the tone of the conversation uh, by any of the people who were writing in and communicating. It was like, you know, I don't know if it was a thread or whatever. I was just reading the, the notes associated with this this comment. But it didn't soften anybody at all. Um, it didn't soften anybody at all who'd been affected by him reaching right. out. And so that has instilled this level of fear in me that that's probably what's going to happen. And if I reach out to somebody like that and say, look... Remember way back when, and I did this and I did that. I'm sorry for those behaviors. And have them, but, but I've been looking at it from, uh, from the wrong perspective all the way along, saying, well, that's because I've been thinking that I wanted to effectuate change or, or heal them. The reality of it is this is for me. Right. And when I understand that, it's not as fearful. Yeah. But I still think of that experience that I read about, and it troubles me. It troubles me a lot.
0: I mean, there, there's also another thought, you know, what do you do for individuals that you can't do? I mean, for example, I know there's a couple people in my life that have passed away. There's no opportunity for me right, to do that. You know, so how do I go about doing that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've already found the path, so there's the question. Because I'm sure there's going to be other people. Sure. They're going to have that same option. Yeah. You know, how, how do you handle something like that? I mean, you know, beyond so, the fear component, there's that, you know.
1: So this is this is these two steps and I'm going to refer to step 8 quite a bit okay. in this conversation but these two steps are why having a good sponsor are so so important Absolutely. a good therapist are so important <clears throat> because you really need to understand your why's and you also need to understand that you need to become willing and this is why it's important to become willing to make amends to all of these people because the reality of it is is that you're not going to find everybody That's true you won't that is true. Okay, um, some of them may have passed on, like yeah. Yeah. Daniel mentioned, and it's and it's too late. Others, there there were. I remember on my on my list there is a person listed as girl with long dark hair. No kidding. And that's the only information I have, and that's like half a memory. Yeah. Okay, but I know, and I have no idea who this person is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you also need to understand that by the time I started writing down some of this stuff, some of these incidences were fifteen years old. Yeah, that's true. Y- you know. Yeah. Some of them, you know, <clears throat> before the acting out pieces were thirty years old. Y- you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're not going to find everybody, but you have to be willing. You have to be willing to make amends. Yeah. And you have to be mentally <clears throat> and emotionally prepared that if you get the opportunity to Make amends. But I think that you really need to consider the not cause harm piece. My wife and I talked at a, at a great extent when I started going over my list. And I said, when I have to make amends, you know, there might be a couple of these people that I interacted with that I could track down. Uh-huh. How do you feel about that? Would that cause a, you harm?
2: That's a great piece right there. You, you know. Yeah.
1: What, you know. And we talked at great length, and I considered it very, very carefully. And I realized that the only way that I could even begin to make contact with these people would, would put me, I would have to go back to places on the internet that are very dangerous. Yes. You, you know yeah. what I mean? In fact, I would probably... Jeopardize
2: your well-being.
1: Jeopardize my well-being. <laughs> and you, and the reason that you have to do this with a sponsor is so that you don't use that as an excuse not to. Right. You know, sure. you don't want to use it to excuse yourself, but at the same time, you, you don't want to cause any harm. Okay? Now, the only way that I could get in touch with some of these people would actually be to relapse. Some of those things sites and actions yeah. are on my list of not to go here not yeah. to do that yeah you know so then what did that look like well one of the things one of the things that I did um, that's one of the reasons why my two pence little project mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. part of what I did was was I wrote apologies to all of these people if I couldn't make a direct amend to them or it was determined that you know whether it was impossible or it was determined that it wouldn't be wise or healthy uh-huh. or you know it might cause more harm to myself or to them or to my spouse or then i wrote an apology
2: no kidding i
1: wrote out what i would say if i could wow you know and, I and have... did
2: you did you make that part of your two pence thing i mean you actually yeah. deliver it yeah is well what you a did? lot of
1: times what i would do is is I, I had no way of finding the person, but I remembered where we acted out. Okay, you know, uh-huh. and so then I would go. I would, you know what? And now I, I think about it. I don't know if you have ever really mentioned my two pence project to the. You probably haven't. To, we haven't discussed that that much. But you know. no. Well, we'll make that. A, that deserves its whole episode. Yeah. A whole episode on its so own. We'll talk about that later. I've but, done something similar. Yeah, if we'll, recall when Yeah, we'll write that down. <laughs> but but it was a little something that I did um, to help me create new memories about places I would put a a a coin there that had good luck engraved on it and then when I would pass it instead of remembering the acting out I would wonder who picked up the coin right and this was part of part of what I could do to make amends you you, you know I would I would write out an apology what I was apologizing for what would I what would I say and then I would place this two pence piece and there was a little part of me yeah. that said, maybe they'll find it, you yeah. know, yeah. and there's also a real element of being able to surrender. Sure. You know, okay. you, a lot of, yeah. a lot of this stuff, you do what you can do and then you turn it over to God. Right. You know, God, it's God's job to fix these people.
2: Mending unmendable things. Yeah, yeah.
1: To mend unmendable things. And. And the reality of it is 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 there were so 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 many people on my list that were girl with long dark hair you know some i had yeah. better memories of the incident of the details but i don't know who these people are right you know i had no right. way of of you know but i but it, i did there there were <laughs> i did have some very very uncomfortable conversations i there was a the husband of one of the per, one of the people that I had acted out with was a had been a family friend, and there there came a point in time where it became obvious that he started kind of reaching out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to me, and, and when I realized that, okay, I, I'm going to get the opportunity to make some direct amends to this person, and we right. sat down and had a really good conversation, and that was quite some time after I had initially gone through as much of this work as I could. Wow. You know, that happened like a year and a half later. And I got the opportunity to say the things to him. And it was actually very, very cathartic. It was very good. It was very good.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I've heard some stories. I've listened to our counselor talk about his, and his is a little bit unique. His is a little different. Obviously, he can share his own stories. But one of the things that sort of stood out to me was a uh, was of a, a you know apparently you know based on based on the the facts that I can surmise of him sharing it was uh, you know making a trip to uh, making a trip to the town he grew up in and, and actually giving some money to a clerk. Mm-hmm. and uh, yes i remember this story and it's an interesting story because clearly the uh the the, the the store that he had whatever it is that he had done his acting out behavior in didn't exist anymore the owners were changed everything had changed everything was different
1: i think what, didn't he shoplift something as a kid
2: I, he didn't share that i don't know that I oh don't, i think that's so, what I... i'm guessing yeah. I'm Only guessing is so but he walked in and actually placed some some amount of change or some amount of money on the on the counter and and said, "Look, you, you need to take this." Basically, and they they of course were stunned by uh-huh. you know what is it that you're doing and and you know tried to reiterate that he didn't need to do this that that you know the owners had changed the the facility had changed everything had changed and here he is trying to make amends on <clears throat> and I I was I was touched by that that experience simply because what it really pointed out was this has nothing to do with making you whole because mm-hmm. the you is all different now yeah right it has everything in the world about making me whole right <clears throat> and uh that was a that was a great example to me and i think as i contemplated all of this stuff that it, it gave me some peace as i started thinking about my own ninth step kind of stuff right. because there's something about that story that that really it uh, really connects right you know? because there's going to be a whole bunch of this that i'm not going to be able to do um but to do something to do something that'll enable
1: me to, to at least
2: feel like I've tried is You're, a big deal.
1: I think you'll also find that when you sit down and you start to do this work, that a lot of it you've already started.
2: That's probably true.
1: You've already started making amends to your wife and to right. your kids and to you know, your friends and right. some of your business associates and things like that. You'll you'll find that a lot of it has you might have to formalize okay. it. Sure. You might have to write down and think about it to make sure that it's complete. Right. You know, but it gets easier once you get going. I remember once I, I went to a place to place one of these, these coins, right, and the entire building was gone. You know, the entire building had been torn down and rebuilt yeah. into something else. You know, so I, I, I placed it anyway, but I left thinking, well, this whole place changed. I guess I can too. Hmm. You know, it's yeah. different. I I can be. Di- you know what I mean? Yeah. And That was. That was good, and I wouldn't have had that experience unless I was, you know, yeah, ha- actively <clears throat> doing something. Actively doing something.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's fun, that's fun. I've had a couple of those, a couple of those places that I've gone, uh, where I've gone myself and done something mm-hmm. similar to that, and uh, the whole place has changed. I mean, uh, the 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 town I'm, you know, the town I work in is is constantly evolutionary changing, and so some of the, you know, some of the places that that were so meaningful during all of that period of time are now gone, big high rises, big, whatever. And so it's interesting to, to see that now. Um, and had I not done sort of the same thing that you had talked about, in terms of your leaving a two pence coin, uh, those memories might've still been very strong for me. Mm -hmm. And and so I drive by them regularly on my way to work or whatever the case may be. So it's nice to be able to drive by it now and see, first of all, knowing that I did the work, That I needed to To forget about it But then also Now it's changed (laughs) now it's just all gone And that's really nice That is really nice So A couple of things I want to read here uh, As Mm -hmm. far as uh, From our SAA book Which I think are meaningful um, I love this very first sentence In taking the ninth step We act on the knowledge That what we do Really matters Yes That our actions Have consequences Mm. uh, For good or for ill And uh I think, I don't think that uh, I necessarily contemplated all of that in my acting out behaviors. I'm assuming yeah. that none of us did. Sure. No, right? That we were all sort of unconscious as to what the effects of all of that was actually doing on people. And so now, as part of the recovery work, to reclaim that piece of our lives that we've given up, our lives that we've given up, uh, and to recognize that what we did had an effect we can see the ill side of it to now to you know in recovery to get an opportunity to make amends for that to some extent yeah. but for good yeah. or for ill, for good or for ill so i love that sentence um uh the second sentence the damage we did in our addiction is clearly away uh is cleared away not only to be uh, uh, not only be honestly admitting that we have done but we, but by committing and setting things right so you know this opportunity to set things right so again, I don't, I don't see that per se as much as an effect of, look, I did this per se and it hurt you and I want to fix that because I think that's a piece of it wherever possible, but so much of it has more to do with me.
1: I think, I think a lot of, yes, you're absolutely right. And I think most of the, those kind of amends where you're trying to make things right are going to happen within your significant relationships that you're still maintaining, yes, like your wife, correct. your kids, friends, family, things like that. Yeah. The um. You know the the occurrences that happened, like with, you know, relative strangers. Right. You know, there's there's not a lot that you 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 may be able to do. And then back to your question of like, uh, with people who have passed on, on. there there have been a couple that that I needed to do. And I read something that I kind of liked, and so I tried it. Where I could, I would go and I would visit the the final resting place. Mm. You know, and then I would say what I needed to say. Wow. You know, uh, there was one instance where that wasn't going to be possible. And so I actually sat down and <laughs> I just kind of looked at uh, across from an empty chair and just Set said up. what I would say hmm. if I could. I guess I have to go to Star Valley then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might be it might be really cathartic. I took yeah. a trip with my wife to California mm-hmm. and did that kind of work all along, along the, way. the way and back. Wow. You know how was that mm-hmm. for her do you know what it was we should ask her <laughs> that would it, be was, interesting. it was it was it yeah. was very very difficult but at the same time i um, brought some closure it did it, you know it brought a lot of closure to her we were able to process a tremendous amount of things and we were able to create some new memories and reclaim a lot of things that we had thought were lost to us
2: wow that's fantastic yeah that's fantastic
1: Huh. So the your ninth step is going to be, again, it's a process. Yeah, It's a process, and you're going to find that the kind of work, this kind of work is what, it's, it's for you. And yeah. you're going to have to know, you're going to have to do the very best you can, and then once you've done what you can, you're going to need to learn to surrender the rest.
2: Yeah. And then there will be a piece that no doubt about, that you won't be able to do yes yeah. and as a result of that that's this the surrender piece to be able to say look I've done this I recognize that I've done this and I can do no more to fix it right. It's out of my hands
1: you know and then you need to turn that over to God yeah. and you need to do this kind of stuff because it finally lets you have some peace to let go of the guilt to let go of some shame and to finally have some peace with that. And then you can you can take comfort in the fact that if the circumstance, this is another piece. If the circumstances change, uh-huh. then you need to be willing to to do more. You know, say, for example, if some circumstance changed and like right now it would be completely impossible for me to talk to somebody or maybe I would never see them. But suddenly I run into them like, right. like Carl from our last episode. What if I ran into him on the street? You know, sure. I would say, hey, sure. buddy, you know what? Yeah. This, I did this this and this and, yeah. and he would look at me and go, I have no idea what you're talking about, you're a crazy person. <laughs> I'll
2: bet he wouldn't. I'd be, be furious and be like, I remember. He'd that that probably day. <laughs> punch me right in the
1: mouth. <laughs> and I couldn't but, play with
0: him that whole night. I what know. The heck?
1: But 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 you see what I mean? I do it, it would you have to be willing to yeah. make amends yeah. and circumstances may change. <clears throat> right. All right. Well, I think we're out of time and I'd like to end tonight with the ninth step. The Ninth Step Promise.
2: This, by the way, is one of my very favorite readings. Right. I love this. We haven't heard from
1: Daniel a whole lot. Do you want to do it?
0: Sure, I can read
2: it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorites, too. Yeah. All
0: right. If we are painstakingly... Excuse me, I'm going to start off. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Fear of people and of economic insecurities will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that our higher power is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we
1: work for them. Amen. Amen. I I absolutely know from my own experience that, that that is very very real. I have seen it happen in my own life. It's continuing to happen. I'm going to continue to pursue it. Absolutely.
2: I think it's a, it's an experience of every day in recovery. Yeah. It really is to see those things that uh, <clears throat> we will intuitively know how to do those things that used to baffle us. You know, how I mean what a remarkable we won't be. We won't fear people. We won't fear economic insecurities. All those things that are just
1: come to know the meaning of serenity. Come yep. to know
2: the meaning yeah. of serenity. Yeah, that's a, it's. It's one of my favorite readings. It's always been one of my favorite readings. Agreed. So. <clears throat> all right.
1: Do your work, guys. With that, this is Gary <laughs> saying, "Do the next right thing." And this is
2: Mike saying, "Do the work. Do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring." And this is Daniel saying,
0: "Find the humility in your recovery."
2: Thank you for listening to the
0: podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12steppodcast at gmail.com. That is th, podcast at gmail.com. As a fellowship of Recovering Addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.